Welcome to our weekly classified Greyman Intelligence audio brief. Over the next few minutes, Wesley from Super SE is going to share with you the most important survival intelligence stories that have occurred over the past week from the Greyman briefing. This timely and concise reporting will help you to stay sharp and be well ahead of the knowledge curve so that you can be better prepared for what's coming down the road. All right, Wes, take it away. All right, thanks, David. So we'll get right into the brief. From the Gray Man Briefing, this is a weekly recap of news and developments for your situational awareness, as always, with the bottom line up front. Okay, so we are looking at November 16th through November 22nd. All right, so let's first start out with our briefing on the Second Amendment. We've got a couple of state, a local, and a national update for you. Of course, in Oregon, ballot measure 114 has passed voter approval. So this is going to cost citizens about $19 million annually, and the government there in Oregon, it's going to cost them like $49 million. Um, Everyone for the most part, seems like they're opposed to it. Obviously, not everyone, if more than 50% voted for it. But we know law enforcement, the majority, are opposed to it. Um, We have at least five sheriff's offices in the state that are opposed and have come out against it. One saying there's no way possible for us to enforce this or to enforce that, and nor would I simply because it's an infringement on our Second Amendment. Um, We've also seen sides on the far left opposed it. Um, They're saying police would use it to target the black and brown communities. And of course, most of the right and far right are also opposed to this measure. Um, It's going to require live fire training. It'll create a public registry with the PII of firearms owners. And um, it's also going to create a permit to purchase uh, system. And to add insult to injury, it's going to limit magazines to 10. This Monday, just... On the 21st, there is an update for you in New Jersey. The state is trying to come up with ways to kind of counteract and get around the SCOTUS ruling on Bruin. This bill, Assembly Bill 4769, is going to raise the cost of obtaining firearms permits. It's going to expand training requirements, and it's also going to require citizens to comply with the firearm carry liability insurance requirement. It's going to prohibit firearms or the carrying of them on private property unless the owner has posted a sign that says, yes, you know, firearms are allowed here. It's also expanded the sensitive locations label to include sporting arenas, public parks, restaurants, movie theaters, zoos, running paths, beaches, and public gatherings. And as we saw in New York, it's going to do the social media surveillance thing as well. Part of the bill reads that those who are issuing permits, they can require such other information, this is a quote, require such other information from the applicant or any other person, including but not limited to publicly available statements posted or published online by the applicant. So you could definitely see applications requiring folks to list their social media accounts. And let's kind of localize in here. In Yolo County, California, you only live once county, officials unanimously voted to amend their their firearms law, particularly that on gun storage, and they will now prohibit the storage of firearms in unattended vehicles unless the firearm is locked in a container or tethered to the vehicle when the operator is not inside of the vehicle. Additionally, 
Even with that, it's prohibited to have firearms stored in your vehicle overnight. So let's move to the one national update I have for you. For the third time this year, the U.S. Supreme Court has refused to hear cases regarding the ATF's administrative ban on bump stocks. Plaintiffs who have sued the ATF they challenge that this rule has violated the takings clause of the Fifth Amendment. In short, because people were required to destroy their bump stocks or be charged with a felony, and they were not compensated for that destruction. Okay, I think we've covered the Second Amendment and we've touched on the Fifth Amendment. Let's give you an update on the First Amendment briefing. A Virginia teacher has appealed to the state Supreme Court after he was fired for not using the preferred pronouns of one of his students. He first complied and, of course, referred to the student by their chosen name, but refused to change to the, the fluidity of his or her pronoun choices. There is a suit being filed by the Alliance Defending Freedom along with the, the teacher saying that this violates his freedom of speech and the Establishment Clause of the First Amendment. And in Maryland, a man has filed a lawsuit against Baltimore after a claim that the city violated his First Amendment rights to display a hand-carried poster. Uh, this is because the city of Baltimore actually requires individuals who wish to display such signs on public sidewalks to first obtain a minor privilege and sign permit. Of note, the man was displaying pro-life signage during the heat of the, the SCOTUS leak over the summer while there were thousands on the street um, also displaying pro-choice signage. On the topic of lawsuits, the New Civil Liberties Alliance has filed a lawsuit against the Massachusetts Department of Public Health. They're alleging that the state colluded with Google to install, quote, spyware on more than a million Android devices of the residents in the state. This happened during the COVID-19 pandemic um, with the COVID exposure app that was auto-downloaded and auto-installed in the background. Um, the suit claims it was an invasion of privacy and further said that the government may not secretly install surveillance devices on your personal property without a warrant, even for laudable purposes. All right, we'll move on. Regarding the 2022 midterm elections, there's been two notable developments. In Georgia, on November 20th, a recount of election votes was conducted. This after a memory card was found right after an audit was announced. Um, the memory card was, the, the votes for the memory card were tallied and it actually overturned the results of a special election, election in Cobb County. In Arizona, on November 19th, the Assistant Attorney General sent a letter to Maricopa County after hundreds of complaints of fraud and malfeasance were sent directly to the Elections Integrity Unit. They noted issues with uh, the election equipment at 60 different locations in Arizona, and they've given a deadline to respond, uh, for Maricopa County to respond, of November 28th. So for those of you who follow soccer, the FIFA World Cup 2022 is now underway in Qatar. The Islamic State is reportedly conducting cleansing campaigns. There's a lot of online chatter among ISIS affiliates and they have specifically targeted or are saying they're targeting Western folks that have come to watch the World Cup. There's been quote threats of violent and biological natures and a number of countries are warning their citizens of these threats. France, Israel, Germany, and Norway have all issued warnings. The U.S. Embassy or the U.S. in total have, have not issued any warnings 
Um, they do have an information card on the, the, Doha, the Doho Cutter Embassy, um, but most of their latest updates on their embassy page for travelers is about COVID and saying that you have to have a vaccine if you're over 12 if you're going to the World Cup. There's definitely increased chances of terrorist activity there. The UK says that terrorists are likely to try and carry out attacks in Qatar. Attacks could be indiscriminate, including in places visited by foreigners, end quote. All right, moving on, uh, our border security briefing. So Texas is set to invoke the invasion clause. This as Title 42 is set to end in December. The governor of Texas, using his, quote, constitutional authority and other authorizations and executive orders, end quote, says that he will invoke the invasion clause and says that President Biden has failed to uphold his constitutional duties to, quote, keep our state and country safe. This as in the past month, 230,000 illegal immigrants crossed the border. Uh, this makes a 334% increase from the time last year. So for your situational awareness, the Attorney General has announced the appointment of a special counsel to investigate President Trump regarding his alleged interference with, quote, the transfer of power following the 2020 presidential election or the certification of the Electoral College. And of course, this is going to be an ongoing investigation, quote, involving classified documents and other presidential records. This comes less than a week after Trump announced he will be running for president in 2024. So conversely, after it was determined that Republicans would take the House, House Republicans announced an, quote, investigation of Joe Biden, end quote citing, uh, of course, whistleblowers and the Hunter Biden laptop as evidence saying that the president himself was directly involved in acts that are a violation of the Foreign Agents Registration Act and saying he was involved in money laundering, tax evasion, conspiracy, or defrauding the United States and wire fraud. Um, they said that he, the president, basically offered access to the family and made millions off of that access. Okay, I'll touch quickly on one headline. In California, a man drove his vehicle into a form formation of about 75 police officer trainees. They were out running in formation, and according to witnesses, this vehicle crossed into the opposite lane of travel and accelerated and injured at least 25 of the recruits, and five of them were injured critically. The entire incident was observed by almost 100 people and it's also captured on video surveillance. Moving on, according to British intelligence reports out of MI5, Iranian actors have made at least 10 attempts to assassinate or kidnap UK citizens that they have deemed by they that Iran has deemed enemies of the regime. And separately, just a quick uh, FYSA for your situational awareness for you. The U.S. collective household debt in the third quarter of 2022 reached a record of $16.5 trillion. This is a 2.2% increase from the second quarter and an 8.3% increase from this time last year. All right, we'll move on to our financial security brief. So I'm not going to dig in or even talk about the FTX cryptocurrency conspiracy or incident or whatever you want to call it, but kind of related, um, the Federal Reserve Bank out of New York has partnered with Citi, MasterCard, 
HSBC, PNC Bank, TD Bank, Wells Fargo, Truist, US Bank to do a collaborative 12-week pilot program to test the central bank digital currency. There's actually a lot to dig into here. Um, this comes a little bit after executive order 14067 was signed or the ensuring responsible development of digital assets and we've covered this in detail on the gray man briefing i'll tell you there's a lot more going on here feel free to head over to the briefing and you can search once you join on telegram signal cbdc or central bank digital currency and dig into our analysis of this executive order all right so over in la the nation's largest county los angeles has returned to masking Officials say, quote, it is strongly recommended that all individuals wear a high quality mask that fits well in the following settings, in public indoor spaces, when using public transit, including buses, rideshares, taxis, and medical transport, in correctional and detention facilities, and homeless and emergency shelters. Uh, the midterms are over and you've got this, what they're calling the triple-demic, I believe they're saying it the RSV and the flu and COVID and expect to see uh, people follow suit. You know, when the, the nation's largest county does this, next you'll see something like New York City do it. And all it takes is a couple of big name locations to start doing it. And you'll, you could start seeing mandates return nationwide. Okay, finally, we will end with a civil unrest briefing. Um, this is a summarization of societal collapse, protest, government distrust outcries, and other direct actions against and by citizens. In Idaho, Antifa affiliates have aligned with Iranian ideologies and have begun mounting signage across Boise, calling for an end to theocracy and an empowerment of women. Next, the ADL, or the Anti-Defamation League, has called on Amazon to ban a book and video titled, quote, Hebrews to Negroes, end quote, claiming the book is anti-Semitic. Um, the ADL has already successfully, successfully lobbied Barnes & Noble to pull the book, and now they're trying to ban the book on Amazon. The ADL alleges that the book claims, quote, people of color, including black Americans, are the true descendants of the biblical Israelites. Next, a group of trans superiority activists, uh, these are transgender men identifying as women, along with Antifa, have protested against, quote, or the name of the group is called Let Women Speak. Um, Let Women Speak is a, uh, a collection of women's right activists uh, that are based out of New York City. Uh, there were a number of scuffles during the, the protest and counter-protests. People were spat on, people were pushed, objects were thrown. Both members of the Let Women Speak and police officers were injured. Um, during the, the back and forth disruption. Over in Texas, Antifa, LGBTQ activists, and affiliates of the Revolutionary Student Front uh, conducted pro-communist rallies, child grooming support operations, and indoctrination activities of mental health patients. RSF, or the Revolutionary Student Front, they have published a mental health program and have started conducting self-defense classes for the students uh, there in Austin at the University of Texas. At most of their events, you'll see them show up wearing full body armor and carrying arm, you know, loaded rifles. And of course, the major headline, you're seeing a lot of back and forth, a lot of protests regarding LGBTQ stuff. So over in Colorado, there was the Club Q incident. The club was hosting an, quote, all ages drag brunch a man, the suspect known as Anderson Lee 
Aldrich entered the club and killed at least five people and injured more than 18. It looks like two people that were attending the club actually intervened and stopped the murder from killing or injuring more people. Police responded in less than three minutes and took him into custody. He was previously arrested last year for making a bomb threat or making two bomb threats, but I believe all charges were dropped last year and he never saw jail time and was released back into Colorado Springs to later commit this act. And while it may not immediately seem that a president gaining access to Twitter would be kind of themed under the civil unrest category here, it is, it definitely is. Uh, Elon Musk put a poll up, 52% or so were in favor of Trump coming back and Elon Musk has reactivated his account and there are far left leaning voices that have called for attacks on, on Musk specifically for allowing this. People are threatening to leave Twitter. President Biden um, was asked during a conference and he signaled that he has concern over Musk and may assign the DHS and SEC to investigate Musk for wrongdoings, particularly for his business dealings overseas. So yeah, that's it. That's this week's briefing. That was a great brief, Wes. So before we head out of here, let us know what you think of these briefs by emailing us at help at ultimatesurvivaltips.com or you can contact us through our website and the home base for this podcast, ultimatesurvivaltips.com. If you'd like to be even further ahead of the preparedness curve and get daily briefs from Wes delivered privately to you, Wes is giving Survival Show podcast subscribers $1 off the normal monthly subscription cost of $5. So for only $4 a month, you can get daily intelligence briefings from Wes when you go over to graymanbriefing.com and enter code GBCUST at checkout. All right, that's about it. Thanks for joining us today. Until next time, keep it simple, be positive, and stay sharp.